In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, uh, we're talking about Q&A about hypnosis. We, we just had finished a series on Q&A about therapy, but I want to get specifically into hypnosis. Um, anytime I travel or go to places and meet people and they ask what I do, I, I can't tell you how many questions I get about hypnosis. And the first one usually is, oh, is that real? And I'm kind of like, I want to say, no, it's fake. I've been faking it for 30 years. It, it, it doesn't work at all. You, but You don't say. But anyway, we're going to do some Q&A about hypnosis because here's the whole thing. And I say this whenever I do shows even. I say, listen, most people that think it's fake don't understand what it really is. They, they attach some magical or mystical meaning to it. So we're going to answer a lot of questions about it. And as usual, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff. Hang in there, folks. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist. We're back. We're back after a, a short layoff. I want to say layoff, say hiatus. It's a hiatus. So, so, so quickly, um, you know, we had to take a couple of weeks off from recording because I was out of town. I was doing a fair in Pennsylvania, right? And uh, you know, just had, um, you know, just wasn't able to connect or whatever. Um, <laughs> actually, the the time I would have been recording, I was probably just getting on, just getting ready to get on stage, right, in right. Pennsylvania for my shows. Fair so, enough. Uh, so yeah, glad to be back. Uh, for those of you joining in, thanks for coming back. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we, tr we try to be fairly consistent on Friday evenings. It just, you know, here and there, you know, work. It's great to see you. Plans, great to see you too, man. I know we, we haven't seen each other in a few weeks, so yeah, yeah it's, it's been a while. I brought you up to speed on all my craziness. You did, yes, yeah. you did. It's, it's craziness everywhere. So <laughs> thank you folks for joining us. We're here in the podcast, Your Voice, Southfield Studios. Woohoo! The palatial, this is a palatial one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that word. It's not hyperbole. Not hi no, no, it's, it's not, not hyperbole. Not no, it's not hyperbole. No, this is this is palatial. It's nice. We mm -hmm. got the air going. We got a couple drinks. Uh, hey, you know, I I, I know you guys. Uh, the way the camera angles are, you can't see the drink cart behind us. But uh, hey, there it is. Yep. So, thanks for joining us, folks. Let me tell you where you can find me real quick. My website is motorcityhypnotist.com. Social media: Facebook and YouTube are both Motor City Hypnotist. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all Motor City Hypno, that's H-Y-P-N-O. And as usual, we're giving away a free hypnosis guide. So grab that. The link is in every show note that we do. Uh, click on that link, download your guide. You'll be fantastic. It'll be right there for you, right in your email. It's a fantastic guide. A couple page PDF. All kinds of cool stuff. So I you know people listen to podcasts whenever, wherever, however. Yeah. But there yeah. was a question that just came across. Are you the one that will be in West Branch in a couple of weeks? Is yes, that you? Ruth Ozinski. Yes, I will be. That is me. I will be in West Branch for the Ogama County Fair in just a couple of weeks. And uh, it's right now. It's August fifth. Yep. Of in fact, twenty two. In but... fact, less than two weeks from today, I, I will be there on on a, a week. 
two weeks from this past Wednesday, oh. I will be at the Ogemaw County Fair. Perfect. Shows on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And yeah, this is probably, and, and this show will hit before that. So um, yeah, come on up to West Branch, Michigan, folks. Mm-hmm. If, if you're in my area, I, I know a lot of friends have always asked me, uh, hey, where, where can we see one of your shows? And uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, especially locally, I do a lot of high school shows or, or college events or mm-hmm. corporate gigs, but they're not public. They're not things that people can just come to. Right. The fair is the perfect time. Now, it's a little bit of a drive. It's like three hours north. If you're going north on I-75, yep. it's exit 219. Oh, 219. Matt knows it. Exactly. Exit I was just 19. There, yeah. there are outlets there, so if you want to shop, correct, you can get, get you know, you check make, out the outlets. Yep. You make a right-hand turn off that entrance exit yep. ramp, and there is a big lumberjack that's yes, right there. Yes. So, so yeah. Yes. <laughs> I am yes, yes, Ruth. I am the one. I will be in West Branch in a couple of weeks, and looking forward to it. Uh, I was at Ogemaw County Fair last year. Uh, my buddy Richard was doing the shows, and I was helping out and just hanging out and having fun and stuff. So, yeah, awesome. great, great fair. So, I I will be up there. So, yeah, catch me up there, oh, folks. Oh, if you if you're exit two one, I w- we were correct. It's exit two one two. Oh, two one two. Thank you, thanks, Ruth. Thanks, Ruth. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, Ruth corrected you, Matt. Yeah, Boom. She, yeah. 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 I, I, I'll take it. No! No! <laughs> don't shut me up! She did meet me there, so. Yeah, she got I you. I don't know what we're yelling about! <laughs> we're yelling about the exit where Ruth was correct, so. 212. Yeah, come up and say hi, Ruth, so I know it's you. Um, yeah. That'd be awesome. Awesome. Go on. So, um, and wherever you're listening, whatever podcast platform you're on, we're on all of them, so whatever podcast podcast platform you're on please subscribe like share connect whatever it is you do on that platform Mm -hmm. i don't want to get too personal with you but uh, yeah do whatever you do there to connect do it so you get my show that would be fantastic and leave a review that of all things i it's great that if you connect and and like and subscribe all of that leave a review because i want to get this out and 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 reach as many people as i can so that would be greatly appreciated very cool awesome it's time matt Uh uh-oh All right, here we go. All right. See, it's been almost a month since I've had I listened to a winner of the yeah, week. Yeah, you need a winner. I do need a winner. You need right a now. winner of the week. I need a really good winner. So this comes from uh, Nevada County. Nevada County? Yes. Okay. Uh, in the Tahoe Forest. <laughs> okay. A, ne- a Nevada man may owe his life to the intelligence of his border collie, after the real world lassie led search and rescue to him, was so he stuck? In, was, collie, he, was he stuck in a well? He was stuck in a well. He was not in a well. Oh, okay. The man had fallen seventy feet down a steep slope in the Tahoe forest, breaking his hip and some ribs. Oh boy! So you could kind of say he was in a well. He was yeah. in a ravine yeah. and couldn't move. My goodness. The next day, he managed to crawl his way to a patch of cell service and call for help. Um, search and rescue pinged the location of his last call while a friend of the victim told reach <laughs> this is great told searchers look for Saul <laughs> no not Saul Goodman not Saul Goodman not Saul Goodman Saul Goodman <laughs> tangent you watch right. Saul uh, I've watched the first couple of seasons I haven't watched the oh okay because the there's all, there are only two episodes left all right no I have to catch get, up. get caught yes, up yes fantastic fantastic show yeah um, look for Saul, they said. Do they explain wow, how he ended up working at a Baskin Robbins at a mall? 
Yeah, actually, it's a Cinnabon. Cinnabon. That's yes. what it was. Sorry. Yes. Did yes. they explain all that? Well, if if you did, you watch Breaking Bad? Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, they did the witness yes. protection, and he mentioned at some point during the series of Breaking Bad, he goes, "I could end up being a manager to Cinnabon." And, oh my goodness! Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Um, tangent. Yeah. Oh no, we we love tangents here. That's our, they're always entertaining. <laughs> so oh, this, Ru- Ruth said I met you there. Yeah, oh, cool, Ruth. Awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, I. Ruth, I, I apologize. I, I meet so many people, mm-hmm. and I, I, I know you if I saw you, but by name, sometimes it doesn't click with me. Right. You know, might right. be the Alzheimer's. I don't know. <laughs> Could be that. They have a brain like a chicken. Could be that, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. So there's this guy that's stuck in a ravine, yep. broken hips, yep. broken ribs, and the, you know, it, they just said, go find, our, go find Saul. Yeah. Right. Yeah, look for Saul. Look for Saul. Look for Saul. Uh-huh. That advice paid off when scouring the remote country, the searchers came upon a black and white border collie jumping up and down and spinning around in circles. <laughs> it's a circus dog. <laughs> Saul had run about 200 yards away through the woods to find the search and rescue team. Saul's the dog. Yeah, I get yes, that. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and as sure as Lassie led them to his owner... Who had erected a little shelter under a camouflage tarp? Hmm. At first, we didn't believe it because it sounded like a movie," said Sergeant Dennis Hack of the Nevada County Sheriff's Office Search and Rescue. I, I have my hand up, Dave. Yes, yes. Um, he covered himself in a camouflage tarp. Did he not want to get found? <laughs> <laughs> he have a brain like a chicken. I'm just curious. <laughs> well, I didn't even think of that until you just said it. So you're lost. You want people to find you, and you hide in a camouflage tarp. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, great Odin's raven. Peekaboo. That, that is that is a great observation, dude, because I wasn't I didn't even when I read the story, that didn't even click with me. That that is that is fantastic. You can't uh, find me. Yeah. What are you people? <laughs> on dope? <laughs> so go, go on. Okay. Saul was there. Saul could yeah, see through yeah, the camera. At first we didn't believe yeah. it because it sounded like a movie, said said Sergeant Dennis Hack of the Nevada County Sheriff's Office. When they came back and actually described it to us, the reality was that they had followed the dog directly to the victim. The team got a helicopter to the scene to transport the man to safety. Saul was taken to the nearby town of Grass Valley, where he was given a well-deserved dinner. All right. While his owner receives treatment. Steak and potatoes for Saul. I wonder what Saul got for dinner, because it says a well-deserved dinner. Okay. I want to know what it was. Kibble. I mean, it has to be something really good. I, I I would hope anyway. Saucy kibble. Yes. He could say. I'm very important. Yeah. Uh, I have many leather-bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Saul the dog, Saul the border collie, is our winner of the week. I don't even think they actually put the victim's name in here. The guy who fell is not even in. <laughs> it's not important. It's not even in the story. <laughs> it's it's not probably because he camouflaged himself and they never, you know, they couldn't ask him what his name was. So they couldn't see him. His last name know. is Smith. It's just Smith. <laughs> Boy, that escalated quickly. Uh, I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, they never put the they never put the guy's name in here. It's crazy. Sometimes these stories are really good, and then when we read them, we we well, Matt 
Matt realized the camouflage. I'm going to poke holes, man. The camouflaged uh, uh, tarp. uh, Not a great idea if you want somebody to find you. Right. See, that's why. You need to put up the bright orange tarp. It's really top of mind for me because the the last episode of the show alone just uh, was on last night. Okay. And the one gentleman did win, and he actually, they all are given a tarp. At the very beginning of their journey, uh-huh. right? So, and they camouflage themselves and what have you. So he's lost, and he camouflages himself in a tarp. He didn't want to be. He he wanted to be found. Well, yeah, you would think. <laughs> That's just it's just funny to me. So yeah, it's just uh, top of mind. This whole so Saul Saul the board. Actually, that's a great name too. I wonder if he was. I wonder if he was named after Saul Goodman. I would have to think so. You would think. You know, that's kind of crazy. But Saul the border <laughs> collie, definitely winner of the week. Thank you for that. So, uh, Alan checked Alan. in. Alan. Thanks said, for checking in, Alan. He said, hey, glad you're both back. Hey, Better Call Saul is a great show, especially the most recent episode. I have not seen it, so I'll take your word for it. But his question about hypnosis is, is it required for a hypnotist to wear a cape and a top hat and a monocle? He's just kidding. He's just it, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's not required, but I tell you, uh, it, it would be very, uh, that would, I almost want to do that, that one day just, dem- just to get a reaction, just to see what, <laughs> you know, what would happen. Just just meander out on stage with a cape and a monocle. Correct. Oh, da, 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 like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? <laughs> That would be awesome. Did you adopt yes. seven kids as well? With that yeah, monocle? yeah, I did not. I did uh, not. Uh, yeah, I did not. Uh, but, but that would be that would be funny. Just come out in some crazy getup, uh, and that really is. And, and again, when I get questions, we're, we're in the hypnosis Q and A. Alan's Alan had a great question. It was a it's funny. Yeah. But but here's the thing: a lot of people have preconceived notions because that is the preconceived notion in these old media clips, right? Whether it's movies or television or print ad or whatever it is, you know, the the mysterious guy with lightning coming out his fingers or like the cape and the hey, ma- sp- monocle and the top hat. And, hey, sparkles, yeah, tell me a story. And you're zapping people to do your bidding. And, and, and really, that is not how hypnosis works. Unfortunately, I, I that'd be great if it did. I'd, I'd probably be, uh, as I say in my show intros. If I could do that, I'd just hang around ATM machines all day and be rich. I I mean, you know, there wouldn't be any reason to do anything else. I'd just take after Peter Griffin and just walk around zapping people. (laughs) 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 So so let me start with this question. This is question one. Is there scientific proof for for hypnosis? Because, again, there are a lot of doubters and a lot of naysayers that because they don't understand it, they just believe it's got to be a bunch of bunch of hoo-ha they 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 go into a hypnosis without even realizing it these folks that don't believe it well exactly and and i'll get into that in a little bit all right you know and 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 for those of you who are non-believers i ain't listening to you no more just listen because i I will tell you yeah go for it so there is scientific proof for hypnosis now i'm just going to mention I, I got a list of a few of them here but but people always say well what's the proof how's it done you can't just say it exists here are some scientific journals that have done research and and uh, study on hypnosis and and different and the and the way it actually that they have they have documented difference in the way your brain operates when you're under state of hypnosis. Science Journal of Nature, Science Journal Neuron, Scientific American, American Journal of Clinical Hypnosis. Now you could think that one might be a little biased because it's a journal about hypnosis. 
Science Journal Cortex. This one is a, is, is a, a very wordy one. Cerebral Mechanisms of Hypnotic Induction and Suggestion. Um, the Working Model of the Neurophysiology of Hypnosis, a Review of Evidence. So in the show notes, I'll list these list of these journals. If you, if you guys are like, um, you know, maybe, maybe you're um, scientific snobs or, 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 you know, interested in reading journals, um, take a look at some of these because these are all studies and articles that have been done on the, the scientific proof of hypnosis and really what it is. Um, so I'm going to tell you in a very simple term what hypnosis is. Hypnosis is a relaxed state of body and mind. And that's very simplistic, but I'm just telling you that. Now think about that. It's, it's a relaxed state of body and mind. The mind part's the important part because we all know how to relax our bodies. We do it every night when we go to sleep. I was going to say, that sounds like sleep to yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. Here's the thing. And we've all, I've experienced this. We've all experienced this at some point, some more than others. You're exhausted. Your body's exhausted. You want to go to sleep. You lie down. Your body wants to go to sleep, but then you just lay in bed and look at the ceiling for an hour and your mind won't shut off. One tile. Yeah. Two tiles. I mean, like, you know, counting sheep or whatever and trying just to, to, to get your mind to settle down. One piece of stucco. <laughs> two pieces of stucco. <laughs> if you can quiet your mind... In this, in, and I'm going to put this in very kind of it's it's not physiolog physiology physiologically correct. Okay. But imagine that the front part of your mind is your conscious mind. It's the one you're using right now to listen to this podcast. You're mm -hmm. evaluating what I'm saying. You're making determination your determinations in your own mind whether it's BS or not, or mm -hmm. evaluating it, or listening and taking it in. If you quiet down the conscious part of your mind, we tap into the subconscious. Okay. So when you have a relaxed mind, your subconscious mind is now open to suggestion. And that's where we make changes. That that's where we make changes for and a lot of things that we're going to talk about in this in this. That's where hypnosis things, that's where hypnosis That's operates. where hypnosis works okay. is in the subconscious. Because all habits, good or bad, are stored in your subconscious. You don't think about doing these things. I have no idea what you're talking about somebody as they take a drink. Somebody <laughs> who smokes, they don't have to say to themselves, I need a they might they might feel like they have to have a cigarette, but they don't have to tell themselves, okay, I need to go and get my cigarette and light it and smoke it. It's an right. automatic response. It's called it's, a it's habit. Just, it's called a habit. Mm -hmm. It just happens without you even thinking about it. Mm -hmm. A lot of smokers, and Matt, I, I was a smoker way back when. Mm -hmm. You were. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes smokers will say, I don't even I don't even remember lighting cigarettes most of the time. You know, you just the, find yourself doing it. The toughest part for a lot of people who are smokers mm -hmm. is when they are driving. Because there is that oral fixation yeah. and there's the habit when you're driving, you got your hand on the wheel, you got smoke in your right hand, you got your hand on the left, but you just have that oral fixation. Or if you what's want that, to make what's sure that oral the, fixation. Yeah. What in blazes are you talking about? <laughs> no, I, I get what you mean. Yeah, but that's the, that, that's mean. the thing. They don't realize that they're doing it. But, but, but that's the, the toughest but, part. But to these quit. are but but you, you bring up a good point. There are the, habits have connections. They have specific things that link the, the habit. Mm -hmm. And those are I'll tell you the, the triggers for smoking because I, I talk to people every day to stop smoking. Um, coffee, after a meal, when you wake up, before you go to bed, when you're drinking, when you're driving. These are all that things that are associated with smoking. So when you do these other actions, mm -hmm. that habit just is attached to those things. Right, right. So we had another question that came through. It was from Ruth. Ruth, And she nice. says... Um, a question, it seems I get put under faster ever since I've been hypnotized. Do you feel that it is true 
uh, people who have been hypnotized before get put under faster. Absolutely. Okay. I make this analogy when I do shows. Once you've been hypnotized, it's kind of like riding a bike. Once you know it, you know it. Okay. You, you know what it feels like. There's no, there's no, um, um, typically people who've never been hypnotized, there's, there's this level of fear or, or insecurity or mm-hmm. resistance because they just don't know what's supposed to happen. And mm-hmm. sometimes it makes them a little freaked out, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. But once you've been there and you know it, yeah, it's much easier to get there again. Can being hypnotized become a habit? Absolutely. In fact, I, I would love people to have that habit as opposed to other self-destructive habits that people could have. Fair enough. And I say this, and, and I'll say that I say this to clients in my office, and also when I do shows. If nothing else, if you don't even if if I don't even give you a suggestion to change anything, do you think it would be valuable for a person to be able to instantly shut their mind off and just have quiet in their head? Mm-hmm. Just that alone. Think think of how that worked with stress reduction and sleep, and just feeling relaxed. You if know, you could, if it was just that, it would be worth it. I actually have found, and this is me. I'm not bragging, not boasting, but yeah. I haven't been able to find myself able to just shut everything down and just mm-hmm. clear my mind yep. and have an opportunity to just not think. Yeah. Um, I was I was on a a small vacation a few weeks back, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm, I'm going to tell you this because I think this is exactly what I'm talking yes. about. Yes. Yes. I was able to have my clear my mind. I was in a very relaxed area. Yeah. I was on the side of the water under the sun mm-hmm. on a chair and I fell asleep. Yeah. And I openly was snoring to yeah. the point where I woke myself up. <laughs> but I was so relaxed because my mind was clear of yep. everything else going on in my world. You know, we, we all know that we have shit and you've said that before. Absolutely. But I was in a state of mind where I was just able to relax and openly snore. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> Outside, that's great. Yeah. And and what and, and think about all the people who suffer from insomnia or or mm-hmm. or anxiety and they're not able to sleep or shut their mind off or quiet it down. Mm-hmm. Just being able to do that, how valuable that could be to you. Mm-hmm. That 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 that's amazing. So yes, Ruth, definitely. Once you've been hypnotized, you definitely can get there quicker. Thank you for your question, Ruth. So we mentioned smoking. Can hypnosis really help you quit smoking? That's yeah. a question I get a lot. Of course. Um, yeah. From clients and also from online and, and through social media. Yes. Is, is hypnosis one of the safest ways to quit smoking? Absolutely. Now, here's the thing. There, there are many ways to quit smoking. And, and, and I always say this because a lot of, there might be a lot of hypnotists or hypnotherapists out there who might say, well, that's, this is the only way you can do it. Nothing else is going to work. I, I don't believe that. Um, with a lot of my clients, when I do hypnosis with them, we also put in specific structural things that may help them as well. Mm, okay. Now, for some smokers, it's one and done. They'll come into my office. We'll spend an hour, hour and a half together. They leave. They never smoke again. That's that's amazing. It can be that effective. Now, but that's not that's not the same for everyone. Everyone's right. different. Everyone has different experiences, different mm-hmm. feelings, different habits, different triggers. So. For, for someone who has, for someone who, who might take a little bit more work, let's say, and that happens sometimes, mm-hmm. I would say, okay, listen, you smoke a pack a day now. For the next week, I want you to smoke 18 a day. And the week after that, 16 a day. Mm-hmm. And we're going to gradually step down mm-hmm. until you get down to two a day and then one. And then it's like, well, why do I, 
why do I need this one? If I can go 24 hours without one, why do, we why do I need it at all? Right. And, 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 and we work on the mind part of it as they go through this process. So there are a lot of ways to get there. But yes, hypnosis can help you quit smoking. I, I see it all the time. In fact, I don't know if I were to guess, hundreds of people over the course that I've been practicing. It's like uh, a battle of will. With I don't even think it's a battle of, I, I think it is, it, it is in sense a battle of will because some people say they want to quit. Mm-hmm. And I, my, my question to them is always, well, why haven't you? Mm-hmm. What prevents you from quitting? And most of the time people say, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I want to. And I'm like, well, if you really wanted to, would you? Right. I, I mean, and I know that's kind of a, kind of a, a esoteric question because they might not have an answer for it, but my point being is if you really want to quit, then this will work right. because you've already decided you want to quit. Then why not just go cold turkey? Yeah. Well, there, there are physical withdrawal symptoms from nicotine. Oh, yeah, that, you think? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's part of the thing. That there, there is that physical thing. Now, I will say the physical withdrawals of nicotine are usually, depending on how much you smoke, but, right. but generally speaking, they're gone in a week. Minuscule. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You'll have a headache. You'll feel sick a little bit. Same thing. Your body will crave it. Same thing with caffeine. Yep. Same thing with caffeine. Same Mm -hmm. thing with anything that that's an addictive chemical. Mm -hmm. But if you get through that week and and here's, I I get a lot of clients who will say this too. Hey, I I stopped smoking, you know, five years ago and I just started up again a year ago. So, so that means you, you were, you had quit for four years. Mm -hmm. Your body didn't crave it. There was no addiction there. Mm -hmm. What was the trigger that made you go back to it? Correct. And, and most people will say, well, I was, you know, I, I, I was really stressed or maybe a loved one passed away. Something, right. something drove the, but, but that's where that connection, that connection wasn't totally severed. Right. And as soon as that stress became, felt like it became unmanageable, they had to turn something to turn smoking to, to right. deal with it. Right. Yeah. I've yeah. been there. Here, here's, here's one of the big questions. And, and, and actually, uh, Ruth could answer this, um, I mean, if she were here, um, <laughs> what does it feel like to be hypnotized? And I say this because it's different. It can be different for every person. To me, I will say it just, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like anything. Mm-hmm. And I know that's a very vague, generic answer. It just feels like being relaxed. Mm-hmm. If your body and mind are relaxed, you're in a state of hypnosis. So people will say, well, it's fake. It doesn't work. It doesn't happen. But everybody experiences it. Mm-hmm. If you've ever read a book or watched a movie mm-hmm. or a TV show that you were so locked into that everything else gets blocked out, right? that's a state of hypnosis. Being on your phone and not listening to anybody yep. else around you? Yep. Anytime you're, you're, you're focused in on one thing in particular mm-hmm. and block everything else out, that's, that's a state of hypnosis. Mm-hmm. It, it, it happens to everybody. In fact, every time we go to sleep, and wake up, our brain passes through the theta brainwave state, which is the stage right before you fall off into sleep. And that's where hypnosis occurs. So we, we, everyone experiences this state at least twice a day. That's just, it's that the brain is just such a mystery still mm-hmm. to us as a human race yep. for scientists. There's so much going on in our brains. We still don't know. But the fact that we know that there is an area between. Yep full on sleep and full on awake mm-hmm. and that's where a hypnotist could work to help somebody with getting over you know issues and habits and absolutely that's just and, and wild. i and, and that state I, I i i can describe it for you the way i experience it and again people may experience it differently 
I, there, there are points in time when I'm going to sleep where, you know, I might be thinking about something or, or, um, I don't know, maybe I'm, for example, let, let's say, um, you know, I, I, I did a book last year and I was, a lot of times when I was lying to bed at night, I would kind of think of different items or chapters or information that I wanted to have in that book. Sure. So I, I know when my brain, when I'm thinking about something and it just starts to dissolve away and it just, it's like, I can't grab it anymore. Mm -hmm. I know I'm right at that state Mm -hmm. before I fall off into sleep. And I, I, I know when I'm there, I can, I can, it's in my (laughs) head. I can, I can, I know it. And, and, and I, I guarantee it's not moments probably after that till I'm asleep. But, right. But I know when that starts happening, your brain just starts to shut off and you just kind of lose your thoughts. Yeah. Ruth, I commented, she said, you know, after you've been hypnotized, you have the best night of sleep every, uh, best night of sleep ever. Yeah. And then you, uh, then you feel awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll usually give a lot of times, if I'm, especially if I'm doing shows, I will even give that as a post hypnotic suggestion, something people take with them. I'm like, tonight you'll sleep better than you ever have before. Bro. One of my favorite things to, uh, to, you know, is I hear somebody say, or for myself, my own experience is not falling asleep, not remember falling asleep. Yes. And right. then you, then you wake up. It's like you slept so hard. You don't even remember yes. sleeping. Yeah. No dreams. You probably did have dreams. You just yeah. are, we're not cognizant yeah. of yep. them. Yep. You didn't use, did, they didn't register. Right. And yeah. That's just one of my best feelings ever is not remembering that you fell asleep. And the weird thing about, and this could be a whole other tangent, and, and we'll do this one day. We, we have talked about dreams before, but we'll get more into that in another show. But Do you um, want the red pill or the blue yeah, pill? Yeah, well, <laughs> the thing about dreams is we all dream every night. People say they don't dream. No, you do dream. You mm-hmm. just don't recall them. And, mm-hmm. and the thing is, the only time in, in our mind, chronologically, you feel like you're dreaming, you're dreaming, and then you wake up. Right. But right before you wake up is when you think, when you remember these things. Mm-hmm. It's You're not living it. Your brain might be living it during that time. Sure. But but the memory of it, 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 it feels like it's been happening over hours, but it's just getting to you when you, when you, when your brain becomes cognizant that you're coming awake. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And then here's the thing. If you want to remember dreams, cause a lot of people, they have dreams and then they, 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 oh, I want to remember that one for whatever reason, <laughs> right. you know, maybe it's something you really liked in your dream. Great heavens. <laughs> what kind of radio show is this? I wasn't going to well, comment. I was going to say. All right. And, and then you think, oh, yeah, I want to remember that. And then two hours later, you have no idea what it was. Right. So here's a trick, a quick trick. Write it down. Quick trick. <laughs> when you wake up, don't move. Don't change your position. Stay in exactly the same spot you are and keep your eyes closed. Really? And then you can you could you'll think about that dream and, and you'll visualize and get, it and get it get it locked into your mind. Ah, okay. Yeah. As soon as you move and 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 introduce any other stimuli, your brain starts so moving on, moving forward. It's introducing yeah. your subconscious mind to yep. your conscious. Absolutely. Mind. All yep. right. They team up and then the conscious mind squashes the subconscious mind. Love it. Yeah. Thanks for cool. that. Cool. So, folks, we're going to continue on with part two of Hypnosis Q&A. Those of you on Facebook Live, stick around. We're going to be right back. Those of you listening to audio, whatever platform you're listening, jump ahead to the next episode. If it's not there, it will be there either Tuesday or Thursday, the next Tuesday or Thursday. And uh, we're going to finish up Hypnosis Q&A part two in the next episode. In the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time.